Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I'm uh, going to have a conversation here. It's kind of interesting. I mean, not that long ago, we were talking about massive deficits in this province, and uh, that's completely changed now, and we're looking at massive surpluses, uh, and you know why. Um, but uh, it's become a, a question put to UCP leadership candidates. You know, what are you going to do? How do we get off this resource revenue roller coaster that we continually ride in this province? Um, and there's always... In the background, there's always the conversation of, yeah, it's not necessarily the revenue problem. It's a spending problem. That's more of the issue. We need to deal with spending. And there historically are times where you can see how that works hand in hand. The two of them go together, right? It makes sense. When there's more money, more money is spent uh, and governments have a really hard time reining themselves in. And then the revenue drops off and they find themselves in a situation. Will that happen again? We're going to chat now with Jake Fuss, who's an economist with the Fraser Institute. Jake, uh, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you recently put together a great piece uh, uh, on just this. Um, let's go through the history of it because, it. I mean, we're, we've been here before. We've seen this. Uh, we've seen at least two periods where, we, you know, spending has continued to ramp up, correct? This is not new. Yeah, that's right. I mean, this has really been, you know, a couple of prolonged periods of increases in uh, per person spending in Alberta history. Um, you know, if we look back to the mid 1960s to the early 1980s, we saw a sharp increase in per person spending in Alberta during that time. Um, and then there was a second period of increase um, after the, the reforms that were made by the Klein government in the mid 1990s. Um, then we saw the ramp up in spending that started, you know, late 1990s, early 2000s. And it's really just carried over to the situation that we're experiencing today. Now, when you talk about that period back in the 1960s, I mean, the jump, you have to factor in for inflation to some extent, but not that much. Per person spending, according to your analysis, goes from about 3200 to more than 12000 in about 15 years? Yeah, that's right. And that's adjusted for inflation. So on a per person okay. basis... Um, you know, we do see that large increase from the mid-1960s to the early 1980s. Um, you know, spending growth really corresponded during this period with relatively high, high oil prices and an increase in resource revenue for the provincial government. So even though revenues were very high, you know, they were basically just spending all that money um, and, and it essentially turned into a massive increase in the amount of per-person spending that we saw in the province. And then, of course, we all know what happens when that resource revenue that sort of made that sustainable stops. Uh, we see debts and deficit, right? Well, that, that's basically been the situation in Alberta. You know, regardless of, of what oil prices have been, if, when they've been high, um, Alberta has been running persistent deficits, especially over the last two decades. Um, and when oil prices are low, then that causes an even bigger issue because your spending levels are already elevated to where they were when oil prices were high. Um, and now you're just running even bigger deficits than what you were running before when oil prices were high. So that's really been a persistent problem, really, regardless of the party in power or, or different governments. Um, we've seen this issue in Alberta time and time again. Um, and then the government is left to try and deal with it. And uh, we saw Ralph Klein take on that task and get us back to a point where we didn't have the debts and the deficits, right? That was his lot. 
Yeah. So in, in the 1990s, there were a number of reforms that the Klein government t- t- took because they ultimately saw that they had to avoid a potential crisis. Um, they had to rein in spending. Um, so they made sharp spending cuts, um, and they actually reduced per-person spending by about 22% over a period of four years. Um, they reduced per-person spending to about $7,000 in 1996. The problem, though, then became, became you know, in the, in the late 1990s, early 2000s, once they started to rein in that debt and balance the budgets again, they really didn't have any guiding um, spending principles that they had going yeah. forward. So per person spending began to climb again. Um, and we really saw, you know, spending actually be- became higher at the end of Klein's tenure than it was at the beginning of his tenure. And it's continued since then, correct? Spending has just constantly ticked up. We've seen it come down a little bit in the last year or two. Yeah, I mean, it's really been a persistent problem, um, you know, ever since, you know, the early 2000s in particular. We've seen this problem continue under the Stomach, Redford, Notley, and Kenny governments. Um, so, you know, obviously right now we do have a windfall in resource revenues. That's really the only thing saving Alberta from deficits in 2021 and 2022. Um, you know, the provincial government has shown some spending restraint in recent years, but, you know, it's really not enough. It, you know, so if this era of higher spending continues... Um, or per person spending, you know, it begins to climb again, you know, we're really only going to turn back the deficits once resource revenue inevitably falls at some point. And I guess that's what it comes down to, right, Jake? It's it's a matter of, I guess, governments get lulled into a false sense of security, like, oh, we can afford it, we can afford it, we can afford it, and they put themselves in a position where we all know eventually things will change. I mean, is it, what's the proper approach now while we're in the midst of another boom? What's the best way to handle it so you don't end up in that position down the road where, like you say, now we've sort of priced ourselves out? Yeah, well, I think there's a couple of things that that governments can do. First is is looking at what you're spending money on um, and how much you're actually spending so you can address that issue. Um, But on the the resource revenue side in particular, um, you know, the government could do a couple of things. They could create, you know, a rainy day account to stabilize the level of resource revenues in the budget, Um, you know, basically set an amount of resource revenue that the province can spend every year. Um, And then, you know, you save some of this amount um, during the good times so that you have some money left over during the bad times. And at the same time, you could also make contributions to the Heritage Fund um, so you can transform one-time resource revenues into a permanent financial asset that can actually provide you an ongoing stream of income. So, you know, there are some steps that the the provincial government can make today um, to smooth out this process in the long term, um, but they have to be, you know, very, very practical with what they're doing going forward. Yeah, exactly. Jake, uh, great analysis. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks very much for having me on.